Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Hello and welcome to Footballistically Arsenal. I'm Boyd Hilton. Sitting diagonally opposite me is psychic sidekick Josh. Hi. Hello, Boyd. Are you feeling a bit jet-lagged? I'm worried about you because you've just landed. Extraordinarily jet-lagged. Yeah, I landed this morning, which is now um, nearly 7 o'clock in the evening on a Monday. I, I, I flew from New York last night, got in at like 9am this morning, went straight to work. I did another podcast for Heat Magazine. Like we did a Christmas podcast. Were there any similar themes between that podcast? Not really. And I mentioned one? Arsenal briefly at one point. I can't even remember why. Oh, yeah. Because you know that guy from EastEnders is coming back to EastEnders. You know, um, bald guy, Max Branning. Yeah. You know, Max Branning from Jake EastEnders. Jake Wood. Yeah, Jake Wood. Thank you. He's a big Arsenal fan. And we should get him on. Well, funny enough, he, he did once. He was tweeting me about something like about two years ago. And I still should come on a podcast. He said, Yeah, I will. So. Literally, I had this process, thought process where I mentioned it to Josh, and now I'm doing it live now on the podcast. Okay, we should also Let's stop get... doing that thing talking about other guests when we've got two guests here. It's fine. They're fine they with it. Minds. They're okay. fine with it. Anyway, talking <laughs> don't, don't of which, mind us. exactly. That is the voice of Andrew Dickens, newcomer Welcome, to the podcast. Andrew. Hello. Welcome. Proper journalist. <laughs> you work for Shortlist. Is that your permanent job working for Shortlist? It is my permanent job, yeah. Shortlist. Very permanent. The, well, esteemed, is, yeah. the esteemed Shortlist magazine. Out every Wednesday? In Wednesday evening, Thursday morning. Wednesday evening, Thursday morning. Mm-hmm. London. It's managing. I should say this right now. Go get cars. It's managing editor. Is that his name? Is that his title? Editorial managing director. Di- editorial director is my brother, Phil. So Andrew is Andrew's boss. Effectively, yeah. is my brother. Yeah, yeah is that right? Yeah, so I'm just going to I'm just going to agree with everything you say. That obviously. He, and, and we should also say Andrew recently got, got married. married. My so brother went to the wedding. Your brother went to the wedding. Went to the what wedding. gift did he get Andrew? Tell us now. Did um, he get a gift? I, I I can't disclose that on air for you know tax reasons. Yeah. So <laughs> he didn't get a gift did he for I think he probably no, would I'm have sure done. I th- I'm sure my brother's wife would have made sure they got got you a gift. I'm not saying I don't know what it was. I only, I only accepted gold because I, okay. I don't trust any of the fair currencies enough. at the moment. Yeah, fair enough. And this weekend you've been in, running a pub. Running a pub in the Cotswolds. Which, um, if you're thinking of doing it, 
<laughs> it's really hard work. Oh, really, really, really hard work. This was traditionally something footballers used to do post career. That's true. Yeah. Go to their own pub, yeah. yeah. Um, and not something you're taking up then after shortlist. No, not in this. If I could, I'd like to own a pub. Mm. But someone else ran it, and I could just yeah, sit at the bar idea, yeah. and wax lyrical and choose a TV channel. Yeah, yeah. clever, clever. And Little Will is here. Little Will. Oh no, you've got a new thing, now, haven't you? Little Will FC is your old yeah, the, the brand. The legacy. Current, the legacy's dead. You've you've, you've killed that brand. Uh, people want to follow me or keep up to date with my musings. It's just another William underscore. Another William underscore. Yes, I am another William. So. Hence, hence the new but your name. real full name is Will Sparks, of course. That is the one. Bang, bingo. I thought you were introducing people to, according to their Twitter bios from now on. I was, yeah. Well, I did that last week. Have you got them ready? written up? Um, not ready yet, but I suspect if the signal <laughs> here is good enough, it could be done in 15 to 20 seconds. Or if I just keep talking, you'll, you'll have yeah, time to, to get it up. Right. Yeah. Um, here we are. I've got it. First right. of all, the thing you should say about Andrew's Twitter bio mm. is, is, is he's got a picture of him and Michael Caine. As his avatar. It's a strong start. It's a strong Some start. people think it's my dad. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, we can put that to rest now. It there is, is a certain yeah. likeness, actually. Look, I'm showing Will. Yeah. Live. Yeah, Little yeah, yeah, I can There's see definitely it. Michael Caine. He looks quite grumpy in the picture, I would say. But you'd expect it from Michael Caine in a way. I'd just blown his bloody doors off. That was a problem. <laughs> yeah. That is actually in his flat as well. Is it in his flat? Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's very good. Yeah. Very good. I mean, I could do some name drops. There's someone in the background oh. as well who's peeping right between us. It makes a great, pod- yes, makes a great podcasting um, showing each other pictures. Yes, but if you want <laughs> to, we've told you where you can go, at Andrew Dickens. So there you go, who's, there you in go. The, who's in the background? In the background, that is uh, Joanna Moran, who's our former uh, photography director. So uh, she's, she's no longer at shortlist. Oh, there you she's go. at Empire now. Oh, oh you you've well, got a probably, good follow- show me picture. I'll probably see her every day. Empire's in my office. You've got a good following to followers ratio, I must say. Yeah, good, good. Four times the amount of people following as followers. Oh, Very yeah, good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I and think yeah, that's they're, they're, they're not exactly gigantic so numbers to begin. More with. importantly, the the Twitter bio is: in a world of bad writing, one man standard alone. <laughs> Special project <laughs> editor at Shortlist. Most tweets are consumer complaints. So this is this is, Which is, is true. Yeah, <laughs> is it? yeah, there you go. And Will, what's your what's your current bio, Will? My current bio, if I keep talking, like Josh just did a few seconds ago. I've got it already. Uh, He says, Arsenal home and away. I do talking on the At Arsenal podcast sometimes and play the footy as well. Labour Party member, views are my own, etc. Has anyone ever thought your views weren't your own, that you you thought that was necessary? Uh, People can get mixed up. Uh, People might think they're of the Labour Party or of the Arsenal podcast itself. So I just want to keep those three things separate. Very good. Very professional. Bio's done. Um... Yeah, so I am. How just, was New York? It was really good, thanks. Yeah, I uh, I went to see Jerry Seinfeld on Friday night, uh, live. He's a yeah. one. Do you fan, Josh? Sort of. Andrew's not bothered. Reasonable. I've discussed this already with him. No, not massive. I mean, well, anyone? No, not just huge. me then. Not so huge, anyway, right. he's the greatest stand-up in the world, yeah. and he did. A, he's doing one night a month in uh, New York, wow. his hometown, and I went to see him on Friday night. It was brilliant. Uh, Saturday, I can't even remember what I did, and uh, I saw my friend Russell Tovey. So Russell Tovey, the actor, this isn't just a, this is a gratuitous name drop, but he's a friend of mine. I did it with him and everything. He's in a new film called The Past, which actually is about football. It's about footballers struggling with his sexuality, which is very topical right now. Last week it was the what was it called the laces thing, Rainbow Laces, Rainbow from, Laces uh, thing. Power, yeah. So it's very topical. It's very interesting about like you know why there are no gay footballers, blah blah blah. So that's how on Friday, on my birthday, Friday the ninth, forgot to bring me a present. 
And but I yeah, yeah so it I saw be Russell delivered on the day. I thought I'd get it sent straight uh, to Heath. That's good. That's HQ. fine. And I took Russell to his first ever football match. He came to see the Arsenal last year as preparation. It's like research because he plays a footballer in the and film. And who did he see Arsenal against? Two. Do you know? I can't remember who it was. I think it was. Oh no, it was um, Swansea. I think. Does that make sense? The defeat. Swansea. Yeah. We lost two. Um, yeah. Um, but he loved it, loved the atmosphere and everything, yeah. And he'd never been to one match before in his life. I don't know how much we're going to look back on the game last week, but did you see we got a tweet complaining about the lack of uh, update about your club level status? Of course, you of course, I was going to address that. Yeah, do you, could, can you get that? who that was from? Yeah, quite rightly, yeah. Someone complained that I don't, I've stopped update about the food, the, um, by, um, what are they called? How, it was, uh, how is club level? Delaware North. It was Delaware. Chris Rhodes. Seems a while since your Chris latest Rhodes, Delaware yeah. discussion. Could use a bean burger, free drinks, general Delaware update. Because on the, it was quite empty club level, wasn't it, against Southampton? So it was, I guess, people it was that sparse. maybe couldn't be bothered. It was very sparse. But you, you went. Yeah, and I had a, I did have the classic veggie burger because if I, I, I always have to eat there. If I go to a night game, because I get there last minute, pretty much from the office, sure. leave the office, don't have time to eat, so I have to rely on the fair, on the Delaware fair. And I did have a massive, and it's still. It, I honestly, I, I meant to take a photo of him. Why did someone rushed me out back out afterwards? Oh. And I, I was about to take a photo of the like half two inch thick veggie burger thing that they serve and I forgot next time I'm definitely going to take a picture of it we definitely need to approach them about some sort of sponsorship element of the podcast yeah if they could supply free burgers for while we do this something yeah. like that yeah and do you like I, I was say about to say I and this is not my my normal uh, <laughs> Emirates experience but I was in a box for oh. the Southampton game yeah and I did have a veggie burger oh. in there and was it very thick it was massive yeah see absolutely massive Hold on, you've, this is good to get corroboration yeah, yeah. right absolutely so, not of course the that thing was... that sort of like got a sort of a deep fried coating around the deep outside deep fried coating yeah. big, so the bun's big as well big bun yeah but there isn't the thing. It's like a, I'm not kidding it's a huge thick veggie burger yeah, it's yeah. almost barely edible you have to like attack it you know, pull huge pieces of it off. No graceful way of eating that. No graceful no. way. Thank you. Oh, that's great. Thank you. Oh, that's good. So, uh, were you in any kind of special person's box or just a random well, corporate it was box? BT's box, but I was oh. the guest of EE. So oh. it was a big sort of. Oh, it was weird. like a game of Scrabble, really. Was, yeah. um, <laughs> Where yeah. do you usually sit at the Emirates? Um, I am East Stand Upper. It's block one ten. So it's sort of okay. um, in line with the um, eighteen yard mm. box. So. Quite good for making uh, rash judgments over two, side two along from me. That's two good. along, one oh, away, oh. one away. Wow, yeah. there you go. Usually, new friendship. Four, I'll, I'll buy you a bovril next time. Yeah. I'll, I'll give you a wave. Eight, eight minutes <laughs> and, a bovril, and a bovril. Yeah, and we have yet to mention that we've had our biggest away win in a long time. I know. I was thinking if we could spin it out before we go to the ad break, like for another know. one and a half. Well, you minutes. might as well just go to it now. No, the ad, but really? Is that well, a bit early? I don't know. People I complain. Well, Maybe. there's clearly no. All right, yeah, let's anyway. do it. Let's go to the ad break, and then after the ad break, we could actually talk about the football. Yeah, so let's go to the ad break. When it comes to a software vendor audit, you need to park the bus. Call zero two zero three eight one seven four double eight zero or visit Livingstone Tech dot com. To find out how. And we're back. And we're actually going to talk about the football. So the interesting thing is, well, it's more than interesting. We're second in the league. Yes. We're above City. We're above Liverpool. These teams that are supposed to be like the best teams, blah, blah, blah. Obviously, Chelsea are top. We have to deal with that. Um, we, we, we won 5-1. 
we look like we're sticking with he's sticking with the right team. Like for me, I, my my big fear was that he was going to start picking Giroud again and you know playing um, Ramsey too much. But he's sticking with the team. It's paying off. Andrew, are we like? Oh, should we be thrilled and optimistic and excited that we're second in the league and they're playing well and he's sticking with Sanchez, Sanchez scoring goals, this that, and the other? Uh, yeah, I'm I'm uh, painfully optimistic as an Arsenal fan. I'm afraid. I know that's not always popular. No, it's good. Here. But I'm, uh, yeah, I, I, I do think we look good. I don't think we look perfect. Um, I, I, I know it's a cliche, but that whole thing about getting a result when you don't play very well. So, you know, I, I'm not. I don't totally buy into sort of being lucky against teams. I don't think if, if you play badly and get a result, I don't necessarily think it's down to luck. Because if the other team can't put chances away, you know that's. Tough shit, really, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Um, so, so when we, but when we do play well, and and I agree with you, I think this is this is from players available. This is the team to put out. Right. Yeah. Um, but when we do play well, we do look exceptionally good. Um, so yeah, I'm, I think I think we've got cause to be optimistic um, because oh, the other teams around us have all got failings as well. I mean, that's the other thing. Yeah, I, that's I, true. I, that yeah. top four or five just keeps. Chopping and changing, I can't see that. And there's shock results, along. aren't they? You know, mm. they're all beatable and they all mm-hmm. get beaten. But did did Josh? Did we? Were we I mean, West Ham was shit, weren't they? I, mean, I, I, you know, I'm going to be positive. I am very excited about. The, I thought it was. I'm really particularly excited about the team selection mm. and that he's sticking with that team because I was going on about it. But West Ham, where well, they were diabolical, H- horrendous. And um, I, I mean, I, I went to the game, which was I guess oh, a yeah. novelty so, of going to a new stadium, yeah. which you don't get to do so much as a, as a Premier League fan. And I, yeah, as good as we were, I was amazed. You know, we used to go into Upton Park. It's a tough game. We, we don't always get you know the, the the victories there. And I think I wrote down on our sheet the first time we've ever scored five goals away at West Ham. Unsurprisingly, it was the first hat trick that has ever been seen at the London Stadium as a, as a football stadium. Proud stat. I think that you you can argue they had nine first team players out apparently, and in particular Antonio and Cresswell at fullback meant that we were always going to have quite a good day, and then. Who, who was it? Collins went off after seven minutes. So we were always going to have quite a good day. But it felt after 10 minutes, it's going to be a case of how many. And actually, of course, we scored five. And it, it, people always say about football, it could have been 10. But it, it really could have. The number of times we got in behind either Oxlade or Monreal, or then in the second half, a number of times that Chamberlain got into dangerous positions. It should have been so many more. Um, and as Andrew was alluding to there, we've had games of late where we, we haven't played well, but we still managed to find a result. And you kind of felt if we get it right on the day, someone's going to get a beating soon. And, mm. and it was West Ham. Look, there's always an over-exaggeration when Arsenal lose. And there's probably exaggeration when we go and have a, a victory like this. But it was hugely encouraging um, because we've got through that November, this November period where we don't usually seem to manage to get the results, but then to come away, look, before that game, and this was, you know, an Alan Alga kind of, we were slightly bigger than four to six, or the round kickoff, I suspect we were pretty much that price. But, you know, it wasn't a game that we, you know, is a definite, you go there and win. Mm. You know, this was a tough game. Even when it was 1-0, and you're thinking, oh, Andy Carroll's going to come on, it could change the game. But we held strong, and we played some glorious football, scored some amazing goals. I didn't even realise what Sanchez had done for that fifth goal at the time, watching it live. I just, <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't quite appreciate the beauty until you saw it again on TV. So it's the right team at the moment. I don't know what you made about um, Jenkinson being not even on the bench again, because I worry, is is that kind of the last time we ever see him? Yeah, but it's, you know what, it's a good thing, isn't it? Because it's, Maybe you know, it's I'm not finally, yeah. really, I, mean, I feel sorry for him, we said that before, you know, he's a lovely guy, but... It show finally again. It shows that Arsene Wenger's got a ruthless streak, and which has always been against him. Should have been doing. Yeah, this is. 
for me, like what he's doing with the team currently, right now, what he did with Jenkinson, he wasn't good enough in the last couple of games. He's out, not even on the bench, quite rightly. You know, not playing Giroud, quite rightly. I don't know. I think it, I think it's all positive. I think that's, that, for me, is almost more significant what's happening right now with his team selection and generally the way that he's, you know, the way it's going in that way. And what he's done with Jenkinson, I know it's, you know, it's bad for him, but for the team, it's definitely positive, Will, don't you think? And that I feel, I'm almost starting to think now, if he carries on like this and doesn't get distracted by other stuff, other considerations, then, you know, we should be able to carry on challenging. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm reasonably optimistic for the season ahead. But just a note on uh, for Saturday's game, I think the best compliment you can pay a player is being able to... Or the best compliment you can pay a player is noticing a player in a good position, sticking him in a completely different position where you have a completely different set of predefined roles, a completely different set of expectations as well. And that's what happened with Alexis. So we saw Alexis play predominantly on the, uh, on the left wing. Uh, last year, there was one game last year, um, or actually the beginning of Alexis's first Arsenal season against Everton, where he started up front. We drew the game to all, and he actually got taken off at half time. Yeah, yeah. And that said to me, okay, Arsenal's wanted him to try him as a centre forward, but actually, uh, maybe he's just had a look. He's come up against two big centre halves and didn't hack it. Fair enough, you know. Giroud came on and got a couple of goals at them, and we were bailed out. But Sanchez up top absolutely tore West Ham apart on Saturday. And it's amazing how someone who plays predominantly left wing, he didn't play up front at Barcelona, he hasn't played up front for Arsenal until this season, can go and just lord it over a stadium like that under the lights, get a hat-trick. And as Josh alluded to, that goal, um, the audacity to get past that big, strong centre-half. Not only do that, have a look at the lino first. Then have a look. Then have But then have a look. Then have a look. Send Darren Randolph down the shops for some fruit, and then dink him for a hat trick. Was just superb. And I, I usually attend the games uh, as much as I can. I'm fortunate. Oh yeah, this week's scandalous. You weren't there. I wasn't there. I wasn't there. The first um, second. Yeah, second game of the season. You haven't been to. Second, yeah, second away fixture I've missed this season. Which wow. you know, it's, I hope don't want to make it a habit, but. I'm really, well, no, if you keep I, missing them, what was the, did, did we win the last one as well? Well, you didn't go to Sunderland. Yes. Yeah, we, yeah, we oh, did. We won by okay. we won by three. Okay, Sunderland, so, so you have to stay away. Yeah, we scored. <laughs> I missed nine Arsenal goals in the flesh. This uh, this which is <laughs> Will. again another gutting do, do, It was I great. Was it was great fun, fun on Saturday. I yeah. mean, I this, what is the stadium like? What was the well, atmosphere it's like? It's not a football stadium. And what, we Rubbish. were we were actually sat quite low. We were like row eight. So it was weird because at the other end of a stadium, you can't see brilliantly, but you've got a massive screen. So it almost felt like you're watching on telly, right? to just see what's going on at the other end of the stadium because it's just a live feed of, mm. of the game. Um, and it seemed like there were a lot of fans. You know how, and this I'm going to demonstrate visually here as we see him, just Josh point, is point his out hand each down. other and like say, like, come on, I'll see you outside. Clearly to be like West Ham fans <laughs> West Ham, who were really? more no. interested. No, not in, West Ham. Yeah, they were just caught the whole game from like 10 minutes in trying to really? like call each other out and... There was in particular one one gentleman down the front who sort of looked about twenty and had ridiculous curtains and was getting you know a lot of use from the Arsenal fans around me directed him, <laughs> and he even he couldn't stay to the end because that stadium was empty. I mean, you talk about like the Emirates like not being full at full time. Oh, yeah. There it. must have been maybe twenty five thirty percent full by the time the final whistle went. It so you saying West Ham fans with each other? You mean? No, no. Like, oh, right, okay. You're trying to like you know bring it on with the Arsenal fans, and at the back it did get a little bit like. You know, a lot of verbals and, you know, the police had to go in and try and divide the two fans. Uh, but I guess if for that disillusion, what's going on the pitch, they might as well get a bit of activity off it as yeah, much as they can. Yeah. I think there was a bit of... I saw there were some pictures and tweets about a couple of Arsenal fans did get um, 
did get attacked after the game, but touch with nothing too serious. Yeah. But the, I mean, the stadium—it's—it's it, it's a weird kind of feeling. It doesn't obviously it doesn't feel like a football stadium. And the biggest thing is you've got a massive gap between the fans at the back, as it were, and then mm. there's a big, big thing, an area in the middle where you can walk all the way round. And the lower, and that breaks an atmosphere. Of course, a bit like we've got at Arsenal, although it's not as bad at Arsenal, I think, because at least you've got above and below. Whereas this is just like a gap of space, and there's not, you know, a, a clear defined. Yeah, but well, there's a gap over. everywhere, though, isn't there? Even like it's you, the, whole the whole stadium, and I think my, because the journalists are sat really high up as well at the back of a tier, but obviously on the on the side, they've kind of been a bit snooty about it because it's probably not a great. It feels yeah. like they're very far away from it, and they, you know they can't feel like where Arsenal they've got a lovely position at the back of the lower tier just yeah. behind yeah, the managers. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I think there's a slight snootiness yeah. to. To well, that, yeah. but uh, look, it was a you know it's fun to go somewhere new. I must say, coming out of Stratford Station, it is really well organised. It just takes about fifteen twenty minutes by the time you get off the tube to to get in and walk round. But you know, enjoyable, good day. Arsenal scoring five goals. I was trying to think the last time we scored five away. Wasn't last quite sure. time we scored, we five won five away. one at Inter Milan. I remember in the Champions League oh, yeah. where Ray yeah. Parler captain. Yeah. We beat Reading five two. Uh, we also beat them seven five. Um, so we've. Wallop Reading a couple of times. Yeah, me, it was a six-two at Derby towards the end of the season I, I, when Derby went seven oh eight. Yeah, um, is that long? Are you saying it's that long since we scored five goals away? I'm trying to think because I mean, let, me have, that, let, let me have a think. Let me have a think. Okay, I'm try and I should have done some research ahead like of it. Visibly rat watching my, Will's brain processing. Processing in the meantime, I watched it in um, New York. You were in New York. What, did you go to the, what's it called? The Lucky Pig, the Blind Pig? Blind Pig. No, I didn't go to the Lucky Blind Pig. No. Um, I've been there before. The, my problem with the Blind Pig. What's just, wrong with it? it? It just gets so packed out. It's so full that, you know, right. it's like, it's quite stressful. I find it quite stressful. So I. Relax. Where did you watch? I watched it in the privacy of my hotel room um, on my big, nice big, big TV. It's on NBC. So it was on, it was like, not just, not on NBC Sports Channel. On actual NBC, so it's like imagining having an American League game on ITV and you had on a league. Sunday afternoon. It was their big show. That was what their NBC was showing. It was it was really weird because I was thinking, oh, am I going to be able to watch it? I was flicking around, what channel is it going to be on? And it was on effing NBC. And Lee Dixon was part of the commentary. Lee Dixon was comment was uh, the pundit. Um, Arlo White is the main commentator. He's the like main um, front man for the stuff. And I used to. Work with him at Five Live. Or when I did Five Live every week, the TV reviews, I still I do them once a month now. Ilo would be in every other day doing the sports bulletins, and now he's like their main anchor or their, and their main commentator. He's, and he's great. He's really good. He's really smart. And him and Lee Dixon are quite bantery. They've got quite obviously do a lot of games, American games together because they're making fun of each other. And because obviously by by the time we were like four one up or whatever it was, you know, they were there wasn't you know it was clearly what was going on. so they were just having fun. They were just having a good joke about stuff. It's interesting because I, I watched the match of the day highlights back. I don't know if you, you might not have seen them, Andrew, you're in your pub. I, I, I did. I did watch and you them. Watched, I watched them last night. I watched the whole game and I watched the highlights because, because we won. And yet the highlights left out so many good chances. I was thinking like this doesn't even a fair reflection of how yeah. dominant we were. I'm try, I cannot remember us being that clinical in terms of you know that last 10-15 minute period and we had some really good chances to make it six or seven towards the end some you know easy chances you'd like to have seen like to have seen goals scored but um it's quite exciting um anyway boy but then yeah. what what do you what did you think about that I just want to touch on the Southampton game a little bit oh yeah it was so before dis- we do so can I just say something about the we'll talk about Southampton game of course at the, at the beginning of the I don't because I was wanting to check this whether it was on the American coverage yeah there was this whole thing about Alexis having an injury scare right at the beginning of the game did they cover that in the British 
Or did you, or were you watching oh, it live? You were there. It's one of those fake news stories yeah. that come out. So there's this weird yeah. thing where suddenly Alexis wasn't suddenly was called off by one of the fitness guys, and then he took ages to appear with the rest of the team at the start. And there was this whole thing: is he going to? And then he ends up having like the game of his life and scoring a hat trick. So. Sort of, he is the sort of bloke that would play at like fifty percent fit as well, isn't he? It was just and weird. Still that, score a hat trick. Yeah. So the, just the stats are good though. That um, we had. Um, I'm just looking at the stats now on my thing. Uh, 19 shots. It's not bad. It's incredible. It's yeah. Bad. And we scored five. And um, it, it was... It was extraordinary. But look, we should, can I say, with Arsenal and shot statistics, part yeah. of, I think we can always add a few percent in some way because yeah. we don't... Obviously, we, we're not like a, a pot shot kind of team. No. Yeah, and if you sort of take a ball fizzing across the box or being, you know, terribly misplaced across a box or something <laughs> like that as a kind of a chance... You know, then then our stats would be out of the. Uh, yeah, there was, yeah. A, there was a couple of fizzed across on Saturday that we could have been tapped in if someone had arrived like two seconds. I know yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Theo you know, had a few. There were a few times right, we could have Theo... had loads. We could have had loads on Saturday. Yeah, I was annoyed Theo didn't score. But the Southampton game. <laughs> the Southampton yes, exactly. Game. One more thing before the Southampton oh, game. You sorry. know, it was 50-50 um, uh, possession. Yeah, after interesting, isn't it? Possession stats now just completely. Yeah. They're like yeah. like like polls for Brexit and Donald Trump. No, no, nobody can they? make their mind up whether you're supposed to have more possession or yeah, less right. possession. Yeah, right. Yeah. 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 Okay, the Southampton game. What a fucking was miserable night that was. Absolutely gutty. It was play with religion, sort of Christmas party. So about 18 of us all went to the game together, oh, having gone for pick? dinner. And it was just so disappointing. Because like, you're thinking, there's so many people who have always come for their first game or second game or can't go many times. Yeah. And this is what we gave them. And, and that team, as soon as that team came out, it was like waving a white flag. You mm. just felt there is no way that this team is going to be capable. And yeah. yet Southampton also made, I think, six, seven changes. It seemed like the people all, they were managed to bring in yeah. were good. It was just something from the start of that night that was so disappointing. And I'm like, we're a game away from a semi-final. It's not like we've got loads of trophies in our you know, cabinet for the yeah. last 10 years. The only thing you can argue is, if we are still a couple of points away in January, to not have those two games might not be the worst thing in the world. Against Klopp and Mourinho, possibly. It could have been against Klopp or Mourinho, possibly, mm. as well. It's, but so it just not... feels like a missed I just opportunity. Bo- what's the point of going to Nottingham Forest I think the bo- and winning? And what's the point of doing the game against Reading? <laughs> I think that in the bottom line, that he just... He, Alison Wenger does not give a shit about that competition. And he will... You know, I don't care what he said. You know, every, so, and that, um, for me... Hmm. Oh come on! That everything emanates from that, you know. Like the the message gets to the team. So even the even the kind of both the peripheral players who are getting their big chance, so to speak. But they don't care that much because they know. Well, I'm just being played in this game that the manager doesn't I think, care about because he's playing me. And the other players, like Ramsey, was diabolical. Um, he was the most upsetting thing for me. He, he had the chance terrible. to be the kingpin yes. there. You're, you're you're the man here. You you control the game. You you be yeah. the the, the in his position, his chosen position. Exactly, and and he he just he was didn't take it no. up. You know. But I do think it comes. The mentality comes from the manager. What are you all disagreeing with? Well, no, no, not really. Well, not not really. I think that the team selection, Southampton's team selection, Southampton, the players Southampton put out on uh, Wednesday night, their players are much more. I think rounded than our squad players, as in they did make six or seven changes. However, their six or seven changes have probably picked up at least. You know, seven or eight appearances already this season, where a few of ours. So they, they, uh, I think they, they've had players like their squad players include players like Sofiane Buffal, who's their record signing. They've got the ability to bring hit Maya Yoshida, who's played in the Europa League this year. So I think their players might be a bit more well uh, vetted and a bit more fit mm. to this season. Well, I don't think and I think we've got a couple, so and I think we had a couple of players on, you know, maybe lacking a bit of sharpness, and that's all. And to be fair, Southampton's shape was. 
as Southampton, we, we do struggle a lot against Southampton. We, we did in the, in the other home games. Their shape is really good. It's really robust. They press you high and they give you no space at all. It's, it was quite a tricky game. I, I mean, found Wenger's comments a little bit odd after the game, though, because he almost defended the team lineup by being like, well, you know, that when touch your footballers, this one's played, you know, that part in the team. The bottom line is, if you take out your best goalkeeper, obviously, your two centre-backs who have played well, the season, best Davian, Kajelny, and your second-best goalkeeper, and you were clearly not playing the two world-class players we have at the club, Meza or Sanchez. You can't go and defend the team as being like, no. we really wanted but to go me, win this game. Funny enough, about you mentioned the goalkeeper, Andrew, because I was thinking that, is, that to me is the key. Third choice. Third, so Ospina's playing in Europe. So he gets, yeah. what, how many games a season? I well, can't do the Probably math. eight. Because we're eight. He's not even, he's not even playing in the fucking League Cup. And that, I find that. So he's so, that's like, the, this is the obverse, is that the right word? Of um, yeah. what I was saying before about him not of get not playing, you know, um, Jenkinson. But now, but this is the nice side of him. He's got to keep our third choice goalkeeper happy. He's playing yeah, him cares? in the fucking league. I don't think hasn't he been given a new contract. Yeah, yeah I just think works. that's just so. He, much. Yeah, he, he's I just like, Martinez got. A and new also, contract. the other thing well, that's I, I, I really like him, but that's another thing. Well, I'm sure he's great, uh, he's but very young give, and promising. Make Ospina play in the fucking league cup at least. And then the other thing that infuriated me. Two more things that infuriated me about that guy. <laughs> and I'll get Andrew. Is one. The complaining about the time-wasting. You know, for me, you know when Arsene Wenger has lost it and it's completely just his priorities are all wrong when he spends most of the game on the sideline complaining that the opposition who are winning against us are time-wasting. Of course they're time-wasting. We waste time. Every team wastes time when it's in their interest to waste time. And that's all he was doing. So instead of making a fucking first-half substitution that any other manager in the world would have done after that pitiful first-half performance, he just was complaining about their time-wasting and still didn't make a substitution until... The 65th, 70th minute. I think, I think, it was unbelievable. I think the worst thing about it is, I don't think Southampton were very good. I honestly no, don't. They I, think, I think they had three shots yeah. in that first half. Mm. Two of them contributed towards the first goal. Yeah. And mm. the, sec- sorry, the third one was the second goal. Mm. Uh, it, it was just, you know, we yeah. didn't... It's not like we came up against a team on fire. <laughs> no. It was mind It was. It was just. It was so boring. It was so took boring. The, it took the edge off my bean burger, I can tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Really, really. You see that he said that El, um, El Nelly had been unwell in the, in the yeah. build up to the game yeah. and then he brought him off after you know what was it 15-20 minutes and, and Shaka came on and El Nelly for that first goal is not the one like quite the race is switching on to sort of stop the shot from Classy and you kind of think well I don't know at some point should the player know should the manager go why let a player sort of be on the pitch and get to a point where they you know affect the game in such a yeah. dramatic way if they're not quite right mm. of course, what's yeah, what, especially in a League Cup game why take a risk with a player like that when you've got such a quality player as another option. It was a bit frustrating. I found the whole thing... Uh, a bit? The whole but it, thing was, was uh, it was... I mean, we were not going to win. As soon as we went 1-0 down, we were like, we're yeah. done here. I, li- did you, I, I madly predicted that we'd win. I don't know what I was thinking. Yeah. You're pre- didn't you predict, you predict we'd lose? In extra you? time, I thought we'd win. No, it was... Uh, uh, right. yes. oh, I thought So Fire, who was here, who said that. Oh, we, yeah, uh, yeah. So Fire. I knew someone got it right. Hmm. Yeah, no, it was, it was really depressing night. But I just think... but. I, I, I take what people say about, you know, it's a chance. It's a, one of the trophies that we could actually win. But... I'm kind of in two minds about it myself. I'm like, I don't, I, I don't, I just think it's a meaningless thing, isn't it? If we won that trophy, yeah. no one would count it. No, I know. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So just like the day out of Wembley to right the wrongs of the Birmingham. Remember defeat. that? But remember, that yeah, remember what happened last year? Yeah, exactly. That was awful. It was so depressing. Right, but we got a chance, and also that final invariably, you know, we've got Man United and, and Liverpool as a likely finalist. You know, it would have been set for a very good final. Mm. Um, you know, at Wembley against one of those two, a chance to go and win a trophy. 
be a good day out. I'll, I'll turn up, Boyd. I don't know about you. Oh, I turn up as well, but I did turn up for that that one again. Who was it against Birmingham? Birmingham. Oh Birmingham. my god, it was one of the most excruciating. Coming back days. from Wembley, yeah, from when when you've lost is when you've lost to is one of the most painful. And when you're the absolute yeah. firm favourite and you've lost, yeah. yeah. Um, talk, in that competition. But, but talking about team selection and how Southampton was equally frustrating, what, what do you think of a tomorrow night against Basel? Because That's that is an opportunity question. to you know, yeah. rest a few players. What do you think, Andrew? Is, is that the sort of team you'd say? Because Sanchez is supposedly going to be rested. I know this is on your, this is on your little uh, sheet of subjects, mm. and I cannot make up my mind. The menu. The menu. Hashtag menu. Are you slightly worried? What if... Ludogorets get a point. That's in the Paris. thing. That's the thing. You can't. It's one of those sort of no-win situations because yeah. you, you, the the sensible thing long term is to rest players um, and you know keep them fresh for the weekend. But it's that big what if because PSG were a bit lucky against Basel when they played them mm. at home, and it's like what if? It's, what if Ludogorets smuggles something? It's a massive what if. I mean, yeah. I'm sure if we had Mister. Alga here, he'd mm. give us a very comprehensive overlook on the betting odds for a Ludogorets win or a draw. And considering we beat Ludogorets at home 6 nothing, mm. the odds on PSG getting to a similar scoreline wouldn't be too drastic. Was- but I'd, I'd love it. But I think the... Sorry to interrupt you, Andrew, but Sorry. just there, the... Uh, the, the Basel's a chance to give a few players obviously a chance who haven't been playing I know the League Cup is probably be supposed to be like that as well um, but then when you look on to, you've, got a, you've got a big proper Premier League game at home to Stoke Stoke are on a bit of good form at the moment so you know I'm, my eyes are kind of towards that and if we can get a good performance in Basel just to keep our momentum ticking over I think that's the main thing just picking up just, mm. just playing do, just having a good performance do we, need, do we need to finish first now proper actually is it better to finish first Does anyone I think you have to say look if you can go win the group and, and you know we don't know which club we're going to get drawn against but in terms of of who's drawn at home, who's drawn away, um, we would obviously like to play that second game at home. Oh, yeah. So we have the opportunity to, to do that. Um, I don't know how exciting it is to react live to the FA Cup draw, but we should do it, Boyd, because Arsenal have yeah. been drawn well, away. You were going to break the news. Yes, break the news. It's well, the FA Cup draw now. No one now. listening to this, it will be breaking to Unless maybe some people just don't go on social Arsenal. media. They it is a superb draw. We have been drawn away at Preston North End, which is a repeat of the third round tie in January 99. Do you remember the score when we went to Preston for the third round in 1999? It was 4-2. I was going to say 4-1. It was 4-2 to Arsenal. If you remember the scorers that day, it was uh, we went 2-0 down. So we were we were heading out at half-time. I think I was there. And uh, Louis Boamorte scored just yeah. before half-time oh. and two goals from Emmanuel Petit and a late goal from Mark Overmars sealed the win. Oh, yeah. Just look at the team we put out that day. Alex Meninga, Lee Dixon, Steve Bowe, Martin Keown, Nelson Vivas, Alberto Mendes, Mark Overmars, Ray Parler, Emmanuel Petit, Patrick Vieira and Louis Boamorte. Fantastic. And on that night, Fabian Caballero came mm. on for Alberto Mendes and Romain Gard did for Mark Overmars. Some players who didn't have illustrious Arsenal careers, it's fair to say. No, but I you do went, remember, you went. I, I was there, wow. and because um, I was living up north at the time, so I, I used to try and get in like north of the way games. when you could just like just go and buy a ticket. For yeah. <laughs> remember those days? Um, and uh, yeah, I went, and I remember, it, obviously it ended up all right. I remember Caballero coming on. He ended up at Dundee, didn't he? Yeah, I think, yeah, he did. With, yeah. Uh, with well, he obviously came Rukinicia. on and changed the game. It was too all at the time he came on. Yeah, he, was, he looks all right. He looked fairly promising. But I do remember being livid about Preston's second goal, I think it was, yeah. because um, one of their players, I think he was being marked at corner, and he ran into... <laughs> the Arsenal goal and back out again and then I think score with a header oh. um, which I believe is technically 
uh, an offence leaving the field of play without permission. Oh, interesting. Yeah. For those... It was probably the most technical uh, piece of anger I've ever had yeah. towards a referee. <laughs> no, good that you, you knew. Yeah. For those wondering what did happen to uh, Fabian Caballero, <laughs> who uh, only played a couple of games for Arsenal, he did go on, as you, as you say, to Dundee, uh, where he was from 2000 to 2005. He then went to Olympia and Athunción. Uh, Takuri, Dajon Citizen, and various other clubs around the world, ending his career in 2014 at Deportivo Recoleta. Um, so a comprehensive not uh, update. Could have been. Thanks. There you go. Uh, yeah. A bit of a. Who yeah. would have thought he'd have got a mention tonight? Quite unlikely. Uh, quite unlikely. But um, that, that was well, breaking that's a fun news. game hey, for away fans. That's a fun one. Pressing yeah. away. Yeah, I'm, I'm really easy new, on the train as new, well. New right ground. On the, uh, East Coast line. East Coast line. And it's good that we're not at home because people complain that we're always at home, don't they, in the cup? It's a gimme for the fourth round, but I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah. glad we got them away as well. Yeah, interesting new, times, ground, new ground. West Ham v Man City. West Ham v Man City. Yeah. Mm, well, they've just played each other twice in a week as well. Yeah, yeah, Jesus. Both Everton cups. v Leicester. I'm just, I'm just now going through the whole FA Cup. Okay. If I'm Mark Pugin, yeah. do the numbers. <laughs> I'm not. Who's, who's well, who? Well, Pre- Preston, for those wondering, are currently 14th in the Championship. So it's next. Oh, okay. Definitely not a gimme to go away to a. I don't. Hey, we could worry about what, what sort of team he's going to put yeah. out. Yeah. Fourth goalkeeper for that. Yeah, yeah. Fourth yeah. Matt Macy. It's Matt yeah. Macy or Matt Macy Ryan Huddart. Uh... Could be Dayan Ilyev as well, the Macedonian under-18 keeper. Wow, good knowledge oh, on our good six good keeper. Good, well, good knowledge. Good knowledge. Um, I, I had a dream, actually. That, you had a dream um, about the Macedonian? A couple of nights ago, I had a dream that we were playing Gabrielle in goal. But not as in goalkeepers are all injured. You've got to put an outfield player on. We were retraining him. As a goalkeeper, so if you could have one I Arsenal, only but only for League Cup games. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't think it was a League Cup game, okay. but it was just yeah, just like we were just going to retrain him yeah. as a goalkeeper. Why yeah. is it Gabriel needs retraining? Is it Jenkinson that might can, need? Can, can anyone Rodgers. name me the last time an outfield player played in goal against Arsenal? Against Arsenal, against mm-hmm. Arsenal. It was in the two thousand and six two thousand and seven <laughs> season. Yeah. No, and it was remember. a player who is still playing as centre half in the Premier League. Oh. Give you the answer, Phil Jagielka for Sheffield United, oh, who went in. And Paddy sat. Kenny did he come off? Yep. And Neil Warnock famously never plays a substitute goalkeeper, so Phil Jagielka mm, went in. A a, yeah, exactly. And yeah, Arsenal yeah. fans were going lovely. We've got an outfielder in, and it actually turns out he's really tasty in goal. Made a couple <laughs> of good saves, so it's good. Well, you it can't be... lose in that situation, can you? Because if you're going on and you're rubbish, it was like, well, had no choice. Someone had to go and goal. Yeah. Mm. Then if you're good, yeah, you look like a hero. Fair enough. Who knows who? Are you going to watch with BT? Sport would be tomorrow night, wouldn't it? The Champions League game. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, on Ultra HD on my uh, big television. Yeah, I love it. I love the uh, midweek Between away Galloway Champions and North League and games. BT, you plug the Ultra HD quality. Uh, yeah, we should yeah. definitely have a better is this, sponsor. Is this, what, is this what you do on this podcast? Do I need to bring in like a list of sponsors? Anything you want right. to, anything you want to get. Anyone yeah. that you know. Big thanks to You've already mentioned BT and EE. You're in the BTE box or the ET box, whichever. Um, The ET box actually won't be on Ultra HD because we only they only have Ultra HD. This is very boring. Sorry, listeners. That's all right. Uh, When it's a home in the home games in English clubs at home, so they don't have the facilities in Basel to do to do the. um... Well, I hope hope we go and end the group on a. But the interesting, we're talking about. So we think we all think is going to rest. I actually think. I kind of I think I don't mind if he rests Alexis. I think he should play a strong team. Hmm. I, he, he won't play the kind of team he played in the League Cup, but I mean Alexis deserves a rest, and I think that's sure, fine. I and I think you know I still think he should be playing though. Theo and the Ox and it's a uh, what Jacker and El Nenny's return El Nenny. to their return to Basel. Oh both, yeah, of course. both of them the former yeah. club. So yeah. maybe yeah. I'll get a run out. Um, but the Jacques, as you wrote on the menu, the Jacker Coughlin combination looked quite good. Yeah, I mean. Jucker plays those. He, I said this before. Who was it who was saying they didn't see what role he had in the team on our podcast recently? 
Someone said that, didn't they? But he's with Furnace Player, who he's not Kazola, who's a, a, a now out Another couple of months for months. That's that. depressing. But I think if he sticks with Xhaka, I love him. He is a creative influence in the field. He makes some, some brilliant passes, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. He, he gets the ball forward yeah. a lot quicker than yeah. than El Coquelin. Yeah, he's like I said, he's not a Kazola. I, I think really, I think Wilshire is the closest yeah. that we have to that kind of player. But I think yeah, he. he he was playing some incredible passes against West Ham. Yeah, fantastic. And Cochrane did well, especially I mean, mm. for that first goal. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, a good know combo. It looks like a defensive mistake, yeah. but it's also really good anticipation yeah, for Cochrane to get yeah. the block in. The ball fell to Sanchez, who nipped it past. Yeah. It was a lovely yeah. opening goal. I wonder if Lucas Perez might get a game though tomorrow night. Yeah, I mean, I he did basically well, it was nothing. He, he was did terrible nothing last week at Southampton, but I think the whole team, as I said, the whole team got that yeah. message from Wenger that no one gave a shit about that game. And yet he was on the bench, wasn't he, against West Ham? Mm-hmm. So show these, you know, and I, you know, I think he might get a game as well. I hope he does. So I think you just got to kind of try him out, haven't you? Because we haven't seen him yet doing yeah, anything. And, you know, worst is we we go and lose the game and we come second, which invariably might, you know, should probably happen anyway. There's a lot, there's a, there's a lot of interesting draws we can get if we do finish second. Oh, so, so we could uh, Group H is still up for grabs. Juventus and Sevilla battling out top spot. Uh, group G, we can't get Leicester, obviously, being a UK team. We could get Porto. Uh, we could get Borussia Dortmund. Real Madrid is still oh, in there. Monaco, atop of their group. with oh, Lever- Leverkusen in second. Monaco. So Monaco are going to finish oh, top your of their sort group. Of trip, boy. Monaco. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Imagine you going on. Um, Atletico Madrid, Barcelona and... Napoli or Benfica. Be nicer so weather by then as well. Yeah, oh, I'm fixated on Monaco now as a place where we should I, be going. I, I went to Monaco. Did yeah, you go to Monaco? I did go to Obviously, Monaco. We, yeah. That was one of our gallants so near but yet so far yeah, having nearly pulled it back after yeah. the horrendous first leg. Good we've, trip. We've got, we're nearing the end of the podcast so we should get to... Um, You've got to predict Basel and Stoke. Basel and Stoke, yeah. It's a tough double prediction, Andrew. Are you up for it? <laughs> what, what the heck? Can I get an aggregate score? Is that all right? Uh, um, <laughs> I think... I think Because I think Basel have got nothing to play for really as well except maybe... Europa League football, I don't think they want that. So I'm going to say Arsenal are going to go, we're going to win 2-1 in Basel, and I think we're going to put four past Stoke. Ooh. I'm saying 4-0 against Stoke. Wow. I'll go for 2-1 against Arsenal in Basel. Narrow, late-on late winner. Do you mean Basel are going to win 2-1? No, no, no. Oh. I think Arsenal are going to win 2-1. Right, okay. I'm, I'm going more specific by saying we'll get, we'll get a winner late on. And okay. Stoke at home, we, we will win 2-0. I think we'll draw in Basel, and the reason I think that is because if, assuming Paris Saint Germain beat Ludo Goretz, Basel will know a point is good enough for them to get in the Europa That's League, right. yeah, and yeah, so yeah. everyone's sort of happy. Like a one all draw suits a suit. So I think 1 1 there. I've got worry, slightly worried about Stoke on Saturday, um, but I think maybe yeah, we'll win by a goal 2 1. I don't think it'll be easy. Mm. I, think, uh, yeah. I mean, obviously, generic sort of Stoke stereotypes, but I, I just. Don't know. It won't be as easy as it was, obviously. Saturday just gone. But hopefully two more wins. And much as we've lost our unbeaten record uh, since the uh, opening day of the season in all competitions, we'll hopefully keep it going in the Premier League. Not to be Yeah, not- we only care about the Premier League. Style. I mean, obviously, we, we care about not- Champions I mean, I League. It would have been but- a much happier move if we were in a semi-final of a cup. I know you've sort of dissed it. But- uh, yeah. Yeah, but maybe, we're, maybe we're you're jet lagged. You can't. You I am jet lagged. Yeah, I can't think of it. Really. When we talk about unbeaten <laughs> runs, we, we let's face it. We only talk about the league. Exactly. Yeah, that's what, that was yeah. the point I was trying to make. Andrew's yeah. eloquently explained what I was trying to say. My jet lag was not allowing me to say. I haven't. None of my jet lagged predictions are. I've been terrible with predictions recently. So now I've got to think about this. I'm going to go with your with your One score all. draw tip. I'm going to go two all. Two all. Yeah. And then I'm going to go Stoke at home. I might say 3-1. Well, we clearly can't keep a clean sheet, can we, at the moment? We really shit. can't. So, I think, yeah, 3-1. No good for fantasy league players up no. in the country relying on Arsenal's no. goalkeeper or defence for clean well, sheets. Well, yeah, fair enough. I've, 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 have I got any Arsenal players in my fantasy team? 
Yeah, I have. I have Alexis, obviously. <laughs> yeah, well, he's, he's probably cool. probably he, the one to have. He's providing thought, the yeah. points at the moment, definitely. Yeah. What was the thing you were trying to think of when your when your brain was working? Is it? Did you? I was trying to think answer? of the last time we scored five away from home, and there's pro- there's probably one I'm missing out. But the last yeah. one I can think of in the league is beating Reading five two. Okay. We've got. Thank God. I'll have, a, I'll have a think. We've got on the tube home. Okay, we're not going to come back and record the. I am. I'm going to come back. I'll come back to the podcast. Talking to the engineer, you're still going to be here. It's like a 10 second segment. Yeah, it's just going to be you talking about what the last time you scored five goals (laughs) in the dark. Um, Andrew, it's been a joy. Thank you. I've loved it. Thanks very much. It's been. It's it's got flown by. I haven't even noticed. It has flown by. Barely. We didn't even mention Per Metzaker's back. Oh yeah, Per Metzaker's back in training. I like what a good bloke. He did something. What did he do today? Will Arsenal in the community was doing some work. Yes, uh, so I have a friend called, called Luke, and he was doing uh, along with Dan, alongside Danny Welbeck um, a bit of reading and a bit of yoga uh, with some of the Down syndrome group at Arsenal. So oh. they'll, they'll, they'll be happy. I'll give them a shout out. Like the nicest. I, he just comes across like such a good bloke. Pair. Yeah, I hope yeah. he gets some game time though. But you wonder quite where in goal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, same and goal, yeah. Tall enough. Come through all the liveries. Yeah, maybe, maybe and Welbs is back in training as well, she mentioned. Yeah. Light yeah. training. Preston away. I think well, that's when we're going to see Do you think Welbs will back before Cazorla? Probably. Probably. Yeah. yeah. Okay, thanks everyone, and we'll be back. Uh, oh, when are we do next? We're doing it a weird day. Thursday. We? Thursday. Thursday, next 10 days Thursday, time. like weird pre Christmas one. Bye. See you later. This is a playback media production. To listen to all our football podcasts, visit playbackmedia.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.